Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What the heck and Bob is up, fam? Welcome back to the Cake Money Confidential Podcast. It's your girl, Taylor Quinn, and I'm so freaking pumped. So pumped for this episode today because it is a whole ass vibe. I'm going to say that about every episode that I record, just, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> but this one truly is so good. It's highly requested. I get this question all the time. Like, I feel like this is the first question that my clients ask me as soon as they sign on to work with me, right? Especially if they have a nine to five. And that is like, how were you able to scale your business to start and scale your business so quickly while also having a full-time job, right? So for those of you that don't know, I started my business while I was a full-time teacher. So I hit over six figures in less than seven months. And last year, 2020, I had over $400,000 cash year. That was my first full calendar year in business. I was teaching. I was also for part of that. I was pregnant. So I was I was dealing with the first trimester struggles. I was nauseous every day. I had all I could eat was fruit, basically fruit, cheese and bread and crackers. Um, And I was so tired. Right. So I truly have. I have such a clear understanding of what's required to scale your business while being limited on time, right? And also being limited on energy because when I was first trimester, your girl was tired. (laughs) She was tired. I would take like two hour naps every single day. Um, Okay. So today we're going to be chatting four things required to scale your business to six figures and beyond with a nine to five. And before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that this is by no means a comprehensive list. Right. I definitely think that there's more than this. But when I was thinking about this question, I was like, okay, cake money confidential listeners need to know about these four things because they are so freaking important. All right, let's just dive right in. So, number one is you have got to have an unwavering belief in yourself, an unwavering belief in yourself and what you want to, you know, what you desire to accomplish, to build, create. You have to have an unwavering belief in yourself and your business. You've got to decide you're going to do this and that's that, right? No matter what, no matter what obstacles are in your way, no matter what problems you run into, you're going to do this, right? So every day one, when I was like, had this idea for my business and I was putting it into, I was like putting it into action. I was taking the action steps. I was starting the Instagram account. I was starting to show up. I decided I was going to do this. I decided where I was going and that is that, right? And I was willing to go there no matter what, okay? Another thing is you have to decide other people's opinions do not matter. Let me say that again. You have to decide other people's opinions don't matter. They don't matter, right? If you're sitting there and you're like, I really want to start this business, but I'm so afraid what my great, great, great uncle Joe is going to think about this. He's going to see me showing up online. Like, no, right? You have to decide that other people's opinions don't matter because you're doing this for you. You're doing this for you and the impact that you will create along the way. Okay. You 
have to decide your dreams are worth turning into goals and taking action on. Because the only difference between a dream and a goal is what's inside your head. Like tough love. I love you, but you're going to hear me say that a lot on this podcast. I love you, but the only difference between a dream and a goal is what you're telling yourself. Okay. Your dream can be a goal as soon as you just start taking action on it. Period. You have to wake up every single day and choose your desire and your goal time and time again, right? You can't lose sight of that. Remember, day one, you decided you're going to do this, period. You decided where you're going and you're willing to go there no matter what, okay? And here's the important thing. You have to decide you're doing this even when others doubt you or you feel uncomfortable or you're afraid, okay? Because you're going to feel all of it. You're going to doubt yourself. Shit's going to hit the fan. You're going to be like, am I even supposed to be doing this? Am I even meant to be doing this? This is hard. Okay, yeah, sure it is. But you already decided you're doing this no matter what. So keep going. Pick yourself back up. Keep going. So you have got to be willing to wake up every single day and choose your desire, your goal time and time again, even when others doubt you or when you feel uncomfortable or when you're afraid. Okay, you have to put the work in to believe in yourself. There is, you're not just going to magically be like, I believe in myself, right? That's not how this works. Because at every single, I say this all the time, every single new level, there's a new devil, right? There's a new set of limiting beliefs that you have to work through. So this is work. You have got to put in the work every single day to believe in yourself and that your goals are more than possible every single freaking day. So I want you to give yourself like when you, every day in your business, vibe check. Ask yourself, do I believe this is possible? Whatever your first, like your goal is right now, ask yourself, do I believe this is possible? If not, why not? Get curious every day. That's something you have to be willing to check in with every single day in your business. Y'all, number two is so good. All right, number two, make your business a big deal. Let me say that again. Make your business a big mother fudging deal. Okay, make it a big deal. Ditch the word side hustle. Okay, if you want to leave your job or you want to scale your business to six figures and beyond, you want to, you know, surpass your full time income, this is your business, not a side hustle. The sooner you start owning the fact that you're an actual business, the sooner everyone else is going to believe that you run an actual business too. Right. And I get this question all the time. Like, what do you do in your family, your partner, et cetera? They don't take you seriously. They don't take your business seriously. And I want you to ask yourself, are you taking your business seriously? Right. Are you demanding respect from your loved ones when it comes to your business? Because if you're not, start. Start taking your business more seriously because other people will too. Right. And you've got to stop treating your side hustle. And you can't see me (laughs) because this is a podcast, but I'm doing my little air quotes. Okay. You have to stop treating your air quotes. Here we go. Side hustle. Like this little old thing you do on the side and make a buck here and there. Like that's not the vibe, right? When somebody asks you what you do, boldly answer them. Own the shit out of this. You own a business. Stop hiding. Make your business a big deal right? Speak your goals into existence. This is one of the best things that I ever did. I talk about this example all the time. You've probably heard me talk about it if you follow me on Instagram slash if you don't, let's connect at Cake Money Consulting at Cake Money Podcast. Um, Anyways, 
I talk about this example all the time because it's one of the best things that I ever did for my business. It's one of the best things that I ever did for my money mindset. It's something I talk a lot about in the context of my program, Millionaire Magnetism. But I was on vacation. I was home visiting my family and I was sitting in the kitchen with my aunts, my uncles, my mom, you know, my stepdad, my cousins. And some of them didn't even know that I was like starting a business. Okay. They knew I was a network marketer because I started out with network marketing, but they didn't know that I was starting my very own business. Some of them didn't, some of them did. Anyways, that's beside the point. We were saying the business and they were asking me, are we standing in the business? Words are hard. We were sitting in the kitchen and, you know, we were talking. I don't even know what we're talking about, but I just straight up told them like, yeah, I have a business. I'm launching my my offer. It's coming up. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be a $10,000 launch. Right. I didn't second guess myself. I said it boldly. I said it very matter of a fact. Like, of course, this is going to happen. Like I, the way that I said this, it was like there was literally not an option. It was like it was with the tone of like, I can't imagine this not happening for me and my business. And it's one of the best things that I ever did. You know, some of them were like, what, you have a business, $10,000? Like, what? what is a launch? Right. And I didn't get caught up in all those things. I just said, like, this is what's happening. I'm, I love it. I'm so excited about it. And here's what I'm going to make. And I own the shit out of it. Right. So another part of this, making your business a big deal, is you taking it seriously right? And you demanding respect and involving your loved ones in the process, right? I all the time, all the time, I tell Ryan my goals. Ryan's my husband. I tell him my goals all the time. I'm like, here's where we're going next. Here's what we're doing, right? This year, I'm all about like, I'm birthing a whole child and I'm also birth, like we're going to have a seven figure year, right? That's what I'm speaking that into existence all the time, okay? So it's so important that you make it a big deal. Make your business a big deal. Demand that respect. How can you take it more seriously? Involve your levels in the process. Speak your goals into existence. Okay. And you just have got to stop downplaying your business to make others feel comfortable, right? Or to make yourself feel comfortable. Because claiming your big, like your big scary goals, I get it. It's scary. That's why they're scary big goals. Okay. But you've got to get over it. Get the hell over it. I love you, but get the hell over it. Stop downplaying your business. Stop downplaying your business, right? Stop downplaying your business to prepare yourself for potential disappointment. So what if that launch, that 10K launch that I told my family about didn't come true? I knew it was going to become true eventually, right? It didn't have to be on that one launch. I can launch something again and have another 10K launch. Did it happen for me? Yes, it was like an 11 something K launch. But if it didn't come true, I wasn't going to get caught up in it. Like whatever, I can launch the next month. I can have another 10K launch the next month, okay? And I, I literally feel like that can be an entire episode in itself. But the other thing that I want to let you know is there's a huge difference between, you know, somebody asking what you do and you're like, oh, I just I just do this little thing on Instagram. I just help women lose weight. I just help, you know, women find their lives purpose. Like, are you freaking kidding me? I hope you can hear my claps. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Be bold. Make your business a big deal. And I want you to remove the, oh, I just, the words I just, I want you to remove those from your vocabulary right now. They don't serve you. They do not serve you. They just allow you to downplay your business. Okay. And we're all about making our businesses bold. We're all about making our businesses a big deal. Okay. 
So there's a huge difference between, oh, I did this little thing on Instagram versus I help women start and scale an online business. And I'm so freaking excited because I'm about to release my new program. You know, tell them that you tell them your program name. Involve people in the conversation. If you don't act interested in your business, why would they be interested? Right? Why would they be interested? If you're just like, oh, I just do this little thing on Instagram, right? That's not interesting. Be bold about it. Tell them what you do. Involve them in the conversation. What's your next offer? What are you about to launch? Are you working with clients? What results are they receiving? Involve people in the process. Okay. Because people will treat your business like this dinky old thing until you decide it's not this dinky old thing. Period. All right. Let's move on to number three. All right. Number three. Oh, it's like my favorite B word. Maybe my second favorite B word. (laughs) Number three is boundaries. Okay. Boundaries. So freaking important. And I'm going to go over like a few different categories of boundaries that I definitely believe that you should have in business. But before I get into that, I want to let you know, boundaries benefit both parties. They do not have to be scary, right? And the only people that are going to be pissed about you having clear boundaries are the people who are trying to take advantage of you. And that's just a tough freaking love, right? And the only thing that boundaries are is just clear communication so that both parties know what to expect, okay? All right, let's talk about the different categories. All right, the first one is boundaries with yourself. And this is sometimes the hardest one to accomplish, but boundaries with your time and with your thoughts, okay? Right, so I want you to ask yourself the biggest excuse, oh my goodness, the biggest excuse that I hear, especially with people that have a full-time job, they want to scale their business, like I don't have time. Okay, first off, I am so not even here for that excuse. (laughs) None of us have time, okay? But if you tell me this, the first thing I'm gonna ask you is, are you spending hours scrolling Instagram watching other people's Instagram stories? Are you spending hours scrolling Instagram watching other people in your niche scale their business while you're feeling stuck and frustrated? Right, I love you, but tough love. We got our tough love pants on today, but Truly, like check in with yourself. You've got to have clear boundaries with yourself. You've, especially when you're scaling your business with a nine to five, like you cannot be wasting your time scrolling Instagram stories, looking at everybody else live their life, scale their business while you're like, what the hell? Where'd all my time go? Well, you spend it scrolling Instagram stories, right? So you have to be, you have to have these clear boundaries with yourself. Now, clear boundaries with your thoughts. How quickly are you going to choose again? How long are you going to allow yourself to spiral? There's going to be times in business where you're just like, you have this moment where you're just like, you start second guessing everything. Like, am I doing this correct? Should I be doing this? Is this the offer that I want to launch? Is this the way I want to launch it? And you have got to have boundaries with yourself. Recognize that you're having those thoughts. They do not serve you. Choose again, right? Choose again. And people think that it has to be like this big, long, drawn-out process that we have to get out our journal and we have to like journal a million things in order to move past these. But you can choose in that moment, like, okay, is this ultimately true? Does this thought serve me? No. Okay, moving on, right? Moving on. Let's do something that does serve us. Let's do something that does benefit our future selves, our highest selves, and our goals, okay? All right, the other area, the other category where we need boundaries is with our loved ones, okay? And again, All boundaries mean are clear communication, clear communication. So an example of this is clear communication of your schedule with your loved ones, 
right? The loved ones in your circle that are immediately impacted by your schedule. So an example of this is when I was scaling my business with a nine to five, Ryan always knew when I would be done with work, right? And he would hold me accountable to it because I, your girl loves her business. Like, let's just be honest. I am obsessed with my business. I'm obsessed with my clients. It would be easy for me to work every single night until 10 p.m., but I also know I'd be burnt out, right? I wouldn't be spending time with the loved ones like I want to be. I wouldn't be present in my life. So when I was, even now, even now I don't have a nine to five anymore. Ryan knows every single day when I'm done with work. He knows when I have client calls. He knows what I'm doing, right? Like right now he knows I'm downstairs in my office recording a podcast, okay? And I'm gonna go up and I'll hang out with him when I'm done. So clear communication is important. So important because it allows both parties to feel supported. Okay. So if you have, if you're building a business from a nine to five and you have loved ones, a family at home, a significant other, a partner, just tell them what's, tell them your schedule. Tell them when you want to be done working, right? Like, hey, can you, when at this time, can you come into my office and just check in with me? Okay. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a freaking game changer for you. All right. Boundaries with your clients. Boundaries with your clients. I want you to ask yourself, how much access do they have to you? Within each offer, like what does their access to you look like? How can they contact you? You know, what do you provide inside that program format? Do they get Voxer? Do they get one-on-one calls? Like, what does it look like? Do you, you know, and then ask yourself, do you answer messages on the weekend? Do you take one day off per week? Get really clear on the ways in which you communicate with your clients, when you're going to be available to them and when you're not. And a question I get all the time is, you know, is there a certain time that you don't work past? And when clients ask me this question, I just say, no, my schedule changes every day. I built my business to create more freedom for myself. So I'm not going to keep myself tied down to a certain schedule, right? Do I check in with them Monday through Friday every day, right? Do I answer their Voxer questions, their Voxer messages? Yes. But I don't have like, oh, you know, I'll answer questions all day, every day until 3 p.m. No, that's not the vibe. Like I'm living my life. Do I still support my clients? Absolutely right? But it's just being clear on what what your clients can expect of you, okay? So I want you to get clear on this and clearly communicate that to them. Clearly communicate that to them so they know what to expect. All right. Boundaries with your audience, with your community, right? This is so important. And this sort of goes back to like boundaries with yourself. But do you feel like if you're not constantly on Instagram that you're going to miss out on something? right? That if you're not constantly refreshing your DMs that you're going to miss out. If somebody wants to work with you, you're going to miss it. Or you're going to miss somebody's Instagram stories. You're going to miss an offer that's coming. Like, do you have major FOMO within yourself and Instagram, right? So important. Like how much free coaching are you allowed, allowing people to get in the DMs? Do you feel like you constantly need to be in your DMs, providing free value to people, coaching them in the DMs for free in order to have a successful business? Right. And what I want to say is all these things, it's up to you. Right. There's no right or wrong. And I tell my clients, if it feels good for you to offer some free coaching in the DMs and you have the space to do it and that's what you truly desire to do, not from a place of like, I need to do this to be successful, but just because you want to do it, you desire to do it, you like doing it then do it. Right. There's no right or wrong, but you have to check in with yourself often when you have a nine to five, like, can I actually be doing this or is there something else I could be doing right now that's more productive? Okay. And the other thing, part of this boundaries with your audience is sales calls. Do you offer them yes or no? I learned super quick with scaling my business while also having a nine to five scales, scales calls. What the hell? 
<laughs> sales calls were in the cards for me, right? I didn't want to do them. I didn't think they were necessary. Okay. So just decide. And I'm, I'm honestly, I have a whole episode coming out on this. Spoiler alert, right? How to ditch sales calls because if sales calls drain you, which that's what they did to me, right? I didn't have time in my schedule to have sales calls. So if people wanted to work with me, they signed up in the DMs, period. Because I could answer DMs like here and about like whenever, you know, taking a potty break. <laughs> but I did not have time to schedule in 20, 30 minute sales calls in my schedule, right? I would much rather be hanging out with my husband, hanging out with my dog, doing something fun. So really just ask yourself, do you offer them yes or no? And if you don't, choose that you don't. And if people ask you for a call, right? The only exception that I will make for a sales call is if it is for my highest level one-on-one package and they already know the investment, right? And they just want support in making that decision. Then I'll off, like they, if they ask me for a sales call, I'll jump on one with them to just ask, you know, they can ask any questions they want. I feel supported in the decision-making process. But like I said, they already know what it includes. They already know the investment and that's, that's my boundaries around it, right? So really deciding what are your boundaries around it, okay? All right, here's what I wanna say. And your girl is pregnant. Oh, I'm getting out of breath. (laughs) She's getting worked up over here. Um, But no one is going to be upset about your boundaries. Okay. That's what I want to tell you. No one is going to be upset about your boundaries. And if they are, if they are, because I, you know, I'm going to take it back. I don't want to say nobody's going to be obsessed with your boundaries. But if somebody is, it says a lot about them. Right. And again, I'm going to repeat this. The only person going to be pissed about your boundaries is the person who is trying to take advantage of you, okay? And that's some tough love. That's hard to hear, especially if it's somebody that's in your your immediate circle, right? Your loved ones. So when clients come into my world, but I hear this a lot, actually. You know, my clients are afraid to have these, you know, super clear boundaries because they're like, well, I don't want my clients to feel some type of way about them. But let me tell you this. Every single client that comes into my world admires the shit out of my strong boundaries. And they want to put them into action for themselves as well. So by you having strong boundaries, you empower your clients to have strong boundaries. And then you empower their clients to have strong boundaries. And it's just this ripple effect. Okay. So I want to acknowledge that I know that in business, it can be difficult, but boundaries are just all about communication. That's it, right? When, When both parties know what to expect, there's clear communication around that. Boundaries are a breeze. Right, you just want to ensure that your clients know what to expect from the time they sign the contract. And your girl is not a lawyer. <laughs> Disclaimer, we all knew that, not a lawyer, right? But contracts help so much with boundary setting because you have something to refer back to that you both signed. They should have read over it thoroughly before they signed on with this package, right? So if anything comes up, it's like, yep, it's outlined in, you know, section 4.2, I'm making this up of the contract. And again, I'm not a lawyer, um, but I will link in the um the show notes in the description. I'm still getting used to all these podcast words. (laughs) I will link my favorite contracts below. They're the only contracts I will ever use for my business. I'm going to link those below for you because I'm not a lawyer and I, I can't tell you what should be in a contract and what shouldn't be, but I can definitely give you a link to my favorite contracts below. All right. Number four, prioritize money making tasks. You know, your girl is all about that money and there's nothing wrong with that, right? We can be unapologetic about wanting more money, 
Let me say it again. There is nothing wrong with wanting more money, period. Okay. And you have got to be able to prioritize the shit that's going to move the needle forward in your business and increase the number in your bank account. You have to have a clear understanding of what is going to directly move your business forward. Okay. And which tasks you need to prioritize because there are so many things that you can get caught up with in business thinking that you need to do before you can do X, Y, and Z. And honestly, that's the biggest, that's one of the biggest excuses that I see. Like, oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z before I can do this. No bullshit. You don't. Okay. So number one, yourself, you are a priority. You, you, you. Your energy in business is everything. It's your most valuable asset, right? When people come to me, they want to work with me. I ask them, like, what makes you want to join the Cake Money family, right? Whatever offer it is within the Cake Money family. And I would say the the top answer I get, I would say like 90% of the time people respond and they're like, your energy. The other 10%, 20%, whatever it is, they're like, your results, the results that you get your client. So it's my energy and then it's my results. Okay. So again, your energy is everything. It's your most viable asset in business. And I want you to ask yourself right now, how do you protect your energy? How do you create more of it? Right. And for me, this looked like sleep, eating good foods, right? Yeah. That looked like fruits and veggies, but it also sometimes looked like a cupcake. Okay. (laughs) You know, we love our cake around here too. Not just money, cake and money. Um, For me, it also looked like moving my body, self-care, my morning routine, right? I want you to literally just watch how your day changes when you start moving for 10 to 15 minutes per day, right? Intentional movement. Go for a 10 or 15 minute walk, right? And have a solid morning routine. When you take care of yourself, when I started making myself a priority in business, which I pretty much did from the beginning, there was a time when I did it, I hit burnout, spoiler alert, (laughs) but it was a game changer, right? And the other part of prioritizing yourself is who are you allowing to hold space for you? Who are you allowing to hold space for you, right? Investing in yourself to collapse time, right? Having calls with your mentors. Those are all money-making tasks, right? Sleeping, working out, having a morning routine, journaling, moving your body, self-care, all of that having calls with your mentors, having, you know, allowing, investing in someone to hold space for you, having calls with your mentor, checking with your mentor via Voxer. All of those are money-making tasks, right? From the beginning of my business, I have always had a mentor. I'm not kidding. There was like not a single time when I did not have a mentor, did not have like, you know, I was waiting on the next program to start that I had already invested in. Okay. I had mindset coaches, business mentors, content coaches, health and fitness coaches, intuition mentors, human design mentors, like you name it, I've probably invested in it, okay? (laughs) But this was a huge reason why I was able to collapse time and make those quantum leaps in my income and scale so quickly while working in nine to five is I had other people holding space for me. I had other people that had already done the things that I wanted to do that I could lean on when I had questions, when I needed support, This is huge. I cannot say this enough. And whether you invest with me or somebody else, like invest in your damn self because you are worth it. And it will, it's a game changer. Okay. All right. The second, the second category for money-making tasks is clients, right? Clients, you, and then your clients. It's so easy. Prioritize yourself, all the tasks that come with, you know, taking care of yourself, protecting your energy, and then your clients, the people that pay you. They will always take priority over, you know, you know, building new connections or growing your Instagram following or showing up on social media, all those things. 
your clients take priority always. Okay. So this is like client calls, checking in with Boxer, you know, any sort of like if you review any type of content, whatever the expectations are within you and your clients, like those tasks, that's a money-making, a money-making task. Because guess what? When clients are satisfied, when clients love you, they want to be in your world, they're seeing incredible results, they go out and they tell other people. You have no idea how many people come into my world and they're like, I want to join your program because I heard about it from so-and-so, right? A satisfied client that I prioritized above a lot of other things. So again, prioritize yourself, then your clients. All right, number three is connection. And any way you can connect with your community, right? Any way that you can connect with your community, this comes next. So this might look like answering DMs, showing up on Instagram stories. Maybe it's doing a clubhouse room. Like your girl has not been been big into clubhouse, but maybe that's your thing, right? There's no right or wrong in business. There's no rules. So for you, it might look like, you know, doing clubhouse room. Is that what they're called? Rooms? (laughs) Hosting one. And this might look like podcast recording, podcast episode outlines, like email series, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, like going live, whatever, anything that is related to you connecting with your community is a money-making task. Okay. And I love to use the word connection because that's really what it is. I don't like to use the word lead generation because it's, we're humans, right? Somebody isn't a lead, they're a human. It's an actual freaking human on the other side of the phone. So it's all about connection, okay? So anything that falls within making and building connections with your community, it's a go, right? It's a money-making task. And the other thing, and this is like its own category within a category, it could really just be a whole category itself, but selling. Selling is a way of connecting. And I put it under connection for a reason because a lot of times we think, you know, it's like we have this hesitation around selling. You've got to get over it. Like, I love you, but get over it. You run a business and you sell things, right? That's what you do, okay? It is literally part of your job if you run a business to sell. If you're hesitant to pitch, you're hesitant to sell your offer, a freaking course, your audience is going to be hesitant to buy it right? You are not a used car salesman. You are not pushy. You are not cold DMing people. You are, you're simply talking about your offer so people know it's available, right? That is literally your job and it's part of connecting with people. I guarantee you there are members in your audience right now that have the problem that you solve and they are craving someone to help them solve it. That's you. And they're never going to know about the opportunity if you don't tell them about it. So right now, as you are listening to this, we are going to start viewing selling as a way of connecting with our community because that's truly all it is, right? An invitation to connect on a deeper level, okay? All right, the fourth category of money-making task is creation. Now, this, I'm not talking about content creation, right? Like creation for an Instagram post or a Facebook post or whatever. I'm talking about creating new programs, new offers, new services, new ways in which your community can connect with you. And does this mean that you have to create something new all the time? Absolutely not, right? You're going to go through different seasons in your business where there's going to be different levels of connection going on, different types of connection, different types of creation for new offers. It doesn't mean like just because I'm giving you these categories, these categories, (laughs) giving you these categories of money-making tasks, it doesn't mean that you're going to be doing them all, all at the same time. Okay. Um, 
So creation, new programs, like what's your next offer, right? That's a priority. If you have plans of creating something new, that is a priority. Okay. This has been quite a long episode. It's been so good, but I want to leave you. I want to leave you with a few questions. So I want you to look at your to-do list. And even if you don't have a nine to five, like let's be honest, this whole episode was fire, even if you didn't have a nine to five. So if you don't have a nine to five, I still want you to ask yourself these questions because they're still applicable. So I want you to get your to-do list and I want you to ask yourself, I want you to look at your to-do list and the tasks on your to-do list. Is this an immediate money-making task? Truly, is this an immediate money-making task? Does this benefit me as a human? Does it help to protect my energy, right? Does it fill up my cup? Does this benefit me as a human? Then I want you to ask yourself, does this benefit my clients? Does this help serve my clients? Okay. The third thing is, does this benefit my community? Does this help me further my connection with my community? And the fourth thing is, does this benefit my creation process? Okay. So ask yourself those questions while looking at your to-do list to determine like, okay, you know, create a website that really doesn't need to be launched for another (laughs) year. (laughs) I literally am just now having a website created. Okay. So if you ask me if creating a website's a money-making task, I'm going to say, no, it's not necessary. Okay. But really that's just one example of something that I could have spent a lot of time on the early months in my business, but it wasn't necessary. And I truly had to prioritize the money-making tasks, okay? Because I didn't have time to waste and I know you don't either, okay? All right, so get out your to-do list. Ask yourself those questions. I love the freaking poop out of you all. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next episode. Podcast fam, listen, hold your cake pops. I am doing something wild. This month, one Cake Money Confidential listener will win a free one-on-one call. This is valued at over $700. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want a chance to win, all you have to do is leave a five-star review with your name as your Instagram handle. The winner will be announced on the episode released at the beginning of next month. All right, fam, that's all for today. Wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money. I love you all so freaking much. See you next week.